This is episode number 93 of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jessie Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health, and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood, including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your health care. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hey friends, it's Jesse jumping in here before we get started on today's episode. I wanted to let you know that there are only four tickets left for my in-person workshop called Postnatal Fitness Specialist Live that is happening local to me in Calgary, Alberta on November 17th. This is a one-day only event for fitness and health professionals and those with an interest in postpartum, pelvic health and exercise coaching. We will be together for six hours on November 17th in a small group covering practical movement, lecture and Q&A sessions all relating to topics about treating the postpartum person. When you leave Postnatal Fitness Specialist Live, my hope for you is that you will understand the differences between body image and body positivity, recognize diet culture, examine your anti-fat bias, and understand health from a privileged and white supremacist lens. You will understand pelvic floor anatomy, pelvic floor dysfunction, and how to coach people to better pelvic health. And of course, we'll be having practical strength training components to test and play with movements such as crunches, sit-ups, squats, deadlifts, pull-ups, and jumping. And we're going to have a super special guest in Calgary, my pelvic health physio, Gail Hume, who is going to lead a diastasis recti session for us. So please come to Calgary if you feel like this is something that suits you. Again, there are only four seats remaining for the day. You can head to jessiemundell.com slash pfsa-live to grab your ticket or go to the show notes of this episode to find that link directly. All right, let's get into today's show. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of To Birth and Beyond. It's Jesse Mundell and Anita Lambert. Today on this episode, we're going to be talking about thin privilege in pregnancy, which is a conversation that can bring up a lot of feelings for people. And we fully recognize going into this, we're going to do our best to create a conversation around this that offers as much perspective as we possibly can although we do want to recognize up front that we are limited in this conversation because both Anita and I have experienced thin privilege in pregnancy and even with that we absolutely feel it's important for us to be having this conversation and to be considering the other side of it which is weight stigma in pregnancy and we'll get to that as we have this conversation. So what we're talking about when we say thin privilege in pregnancy, thin privilege exists across the board 
for many bodies in this society, in our Western culture, for bodies who are not pregnant. And it also exists for bodies that are pregnant. So people who are in thinner or smaller bodies, again, in general or in pregnancy, are afforded privileges in our society. So people, we know this to be true, that people think differently about those who are in smaller bodies versus those who are in bigger and fatter bodies. And again, even if we just consider this from the lens of not being pregnant, we know this. We know that there we have biases against those who are in larger or fatter bodies. We can think about this from our own lens. We can think about this, how we judge our own body if we have more body fat. We can think about this if we are viewing other people who are in larger and fatter bodies and what our immediate reactions or thoughts are against those people. So just take a minute to sit with that. I think that this will help us as we go forward. Consider your thoughts about people who are in fat bodies. What do you believe to be true about them as humans, as people, about their lifestyle, about their education, about their class, about their socioeconomic status? All of these things, we have been taught and conditioned to believe certain things about people who are in smaller bodies versus people who are in bigger bodies, which of course is themes that we have had on the show many times and we will absolutely continue to because it's so necessary for us to unpack this stuff for our own health, but then for the health of others too and their treatment in their whole lives which is a big conversation, but we need to be doing that work about ourselves. So if we think about this as it relates to people who are pregnant, we know that people who are in smaller bodies during pregnancy are also treated different than people who are in bigger bodies who are pregnant. As I was saying, both Anita and I have absolutely benefited from thin privilege in our pregnancies. And that doesn't take away that we also absolutely both experience some uncomfortable comments about our bodies in pregnancy, even though we were in smaller bodies. So I know for myself, I noticed this far more with my first pregnancy with Steel because I was in a smaller body in pregnancy. So let's talk about the uncomfortable comments that we got first. And then I want to give some examples of the, the congratulatory comments that we got in pregnancy, perhaps for maybe having a smaller body. So with steel, I had some uncomfortable comments throughout that whole pregnancy, people telling me I was so small. And was there even a baby in there? Was the baby okay? Was I eating enough? A lot of judgments on my body size, of course, but then how it related to my baby's health, or even if there was a baby inside my body, which is deeply uncomfortable. And especially for someone who may have experienced miscarriage or loss in some way, you can imagine how traumatic that could be for someone to hear that type of comment. Did you have any comments like that in your pregnancies, Anita? 
So I, I didn't. I had more of the congratulatory kind of comments that we'll talk about. Um, and yeah, kind of in, in both pregnancies. And then interesting comment from a family member after Jack was born because he was a 10 pound two ounce baby and a family member commented so that's why you were so big um so it, it's just interesting to hear the difference even within the same pregnancy um I didn't have any comments concerned that I was so small they were concerned about the baby um but yeah like one day someone could say, oh, like, you look small. And then the same day, someone's like, oh, you definitely look far, the farther along or whatnot. So kind of variations within the same day, which I always kind of took in was kind of interesting. <laughs> yes. I got a lot more of that in my second pregnancy with Theo because my body was bigger. And so I just, again, so interesting what you were saying on the same day, within five minutes apart, people could be telling you you're so small. And then the next minute people are telling you you're so big. When's that baby due? You got to be due soon. And you're like, actually, I have five more months to go. <laughs> Thank you, though. <laughs> it was just such a weird time that people think that they can just say these things about your body. And how are you supposed to react for them? Weird stuff that happens in pregnancy. Okay, so let's talk about this idea of being congratulated in pregnancy for what your body looks like. What kind of things were you told? Yeah, like, um, I feel like I heard it more, well, I heard it in both pregnancies, but I would say even more with my first with Pippa's and just kind of like, um, you must be taking really great care of yourself. Um, even kind of like, well, you're a great role model for your clients because I saw a lot of pregnant clients like, um, and to be honest, like, I didn't necessarily know how to respond when I would get those comments. Um, I think pro probably because I was also a bit surprised. Like, yes, I exercised, but um, yeah, I guess I still don't even know what to, to say about those comments, that it's just interesting people's perspectives on it. And yes, that people feel like they can comment. I feel like when it's in a congratulatory type tone, People are like, but it's a positive thing. So yeah, lots wrapped up in that. How about so, you, Jess? <laughs> so true. They're like, you should feel good about this. You should feel good about what I'm saying to you. And they're like, ah, I don't know how to react. I love that you mentioned that you people would think that you were a good role model for your clients or patients because I got that one a lot too, especially when I was coaching in person during my first pregnancy, coaching and fitness, personal training, I would get people like comments from other members of the gym to say similar things of that nature. Such a good role model. Look at you. You're exercising during pregnancy. We have no excuses not to be. This is so inspiring, which I think that that is fine. It's also, it's just interesting too. I got the, you're taking such good care of yourself as well a lot during that first pregnancy. Interestingly, not as much during that second pregnancy when my body was bigger and I would question you in your own mind to think if you saw a smaller pregnant person versus a larger pregnant person, would you give that same 
comment to both of them or which person would you give that comment to? Again, interesting to think through our initial reactions of what we see with someone's body and then what we think about them. These people had no idea a lot of times, strangers in the grocery store, what I was actually doing or if I was taking good care of myself, whatever that might mean. But that was their assumption because of the way my body looked. I also got comments that I must be eating really well, eating a good diet in pregnancy, or that I must be exercising. And again, how do we know these things from strangers based upon what our bodies look like? We do not. So the big thing to consider is that the comments that people make upon smaller pregnant bodies, it is all wrapped up in this idea that we are congratulating people for being small, for being thin. We are telling people that there is a right way to do pregnancy. You're doing pregnancy well if you keep this smaller body throughout your pregnancy. If you manage to somehow control your body and keep it small during pregnancy, congratulations, you have done a good job. If your body has gotten bigger, if you are fat throughout pregnancy, our assumption might be that someone isn't taking good care of themselves, they're not doing pregnancy well, they are risking so much to their baby's health, which I know we said can be a comment with those in smaller bodies too. But I think, again, our assumptions more so would be that there are so many more risks to a baby who has a pregnant parent and that pregnant parent is bigger and fatter, then that baby probably has more risks to their own health. Do your patients talk to you about stuff like this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely, it, it, um, it, it definitely comes up often, I would say, in pregnant appointments, in prenatal appointments. Um, like they just share comments that have been made and sometimes they ask, like my opinion do I think this and yeah I can just see that people are like it's a struggle to figure out um yeah there's enough stress in pregnancy that I feel like we as a society need to really work on this because it's just a this shouldn't be a stress in pregnancy yeah Yeah, and this stress is so deeply felt by pregnant people, which is exactly what you're saying. And my clients who are in bigger bodies in pregnancy feel this so deeply from the comments and judgments from people in their everyday life, from their family. But what we also want to note here too is that medical providers that people are seeing in pregnancy they carry these weight and size stigmas with them too. And this can really impact someone's health during their pregnancy, their birthing experience, their experience with postpartum. So I think that it is so, what we really want to get across with this conversation is that whoever you are, whatever you do, if you are in the health field or medical field in some way, or if you are a person in this world living your life, not connected to pregnant 
people, to the health, the medical community at all. It is entirely our jobs internally to think about our own relationships to fat, to fatness, to people in larger and fatter bodies. We have to do that work because we are the society. We are the people. Nothing changes if we don't push our own thoughts and our own mindsets around bodies. And it is deeply impacting people. So yes, please consider your comments on people in pregnant bodies. I think the best way to go, if you feel this inkling to make a client uh, comment on someone's body in pregnancy, tell them that they look wonderful and beautiful. And how are you? How are you feeling? Always a safe bet. They probably haven't heard that very much, especially asking someone how they are. So if you can, curb that curb that inkling to want to comment on someone's body size or their body shape in pregnancy know that it might come from a good place but it might actually be doing more harm than good to someone who is carrying a baby and we don't know what else they might be experiencing in their lives in in their life in terms of stressors during this time We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 